All right. What is up, everybody? How's everybody doing on today? Today's Thursday. It's time for another Hard Rock Lunchbox. I'm going to adjust my microphone or the headphones. If you're a fan at all of the top 20, I will apologize for the top 20 today. I, uh, yeah, man, just totally, totally boned it, as they say in the industry. Actually, I don't know what they say in the industry, but I'm going to assume that's what they say in the industry. That's what I'm going to say in this industry, because that's, uh, that's, that's what I'm going to do. Um, yeah, technical malfunctions as F yesterday, or last week. I have a program that records this show, because uh, for, I can't, actually I can, but I need a whole other device to record the Hard Rock Lunchbox and the Top 20 um, out of the system that I have, because it can't record in the same system that I'm using, so I could record into my Mac, which is right there, I could record into my office computer right there, but... Uh, it's a little more difficult than that to do those things. So uh, generally speaking, what I do is I actually have a computer that listens to the show and just records it off of that, like as if one of you were recording and listening or listening and recording the show. And every now and then that one just completely shits the bed. And that's fine. Technology's not perfect. I don't exactly have the most demanding, although albeit quite uppity, audience Um they tend to, you know, okay, you miss one, you miss one. Most of my audience tends to be live, it seems. Um, although I do have hundreds of downloads every week of the box, um, I still think my live amount is, is still more than that. But I honestly, I have not checked in with management here at the station in years. That could be completely different. My point is, is that um, most people that would complain listen to the show live, so it doesn't matter anyway. But uh, the fact of the matter is the Hard Rock Lunchbox did not record the audio at all, and therefore it did not record the top 20. And funny enough, last week I think I told you I was using a new camera setup, which I am still using. Hello. Um, and the audio on that was garbage. Completely didn't work. In fact, actually, as I'm looking at it right now, it looks like this audio might even be a little hot. So I'm going to play it on the safe side and just turn that down a wee bit and see what happens. And I don't know, man. I don't, I'm not interested in just totally screwing this thing up again. This, it was already too much work as it was, and now I don't, I don't, I don't need it becoming uh, an additional uh, too much work because that would just that would just be bananas. Um, I'm going to apologize in advance. I am remarkably underslept. Um, I know I am sort of famous in my own head for sleep issues and stuff like that because uh, I'm a big believer. Like the the problem with like sleep is that you can have like one bad night's sleep and like we all we've all had that and the days suck and you kind of make up for it. I have a real problem when it comes to those because I. I tend to have them in batches, and I'm not special. A lot of people have this, right? I'm just talking about my own existence. I have them in batches. So if I don't sleep well um, one night, like I have a lot of trouble. Like I don't, I don't build in a lot of catch-up time in my in my life currently. Uh, so if I sleep badly two nights in a row, now I'm really in trouble because then then I start stressing it, and that makes me sleep even worse. Just all that other stuff. By the way, can we talk about how completely ghetto and awful my backdrop looks? You know, I realize when you buy something, like, and you pay $11 for it, you get exactly $11 worth of stuff. You know, unlike the Hard Rock Lunchbox, which is free, and you absolutely get more than free. But it looks so bad. But, like, I, I, don't, know, I don't know what to do here. I'm, I'm trying to, like, 
I'm trying to make the whole set look better, but the reality is I'm not on a set. I'm in my goddamn basement, and I, you know, run two businesses out of here, three, three businesses out of here, um, and, like, I have just stuff all over the place. Like, I, I really, I should, what I really should do is I should run it down to my studio, because at least that looks like a studio, but to be perfectly honest, that studio's been mainly studio storage for years, although I could make it look kind of cool, because it does have a lot of equipment on it, but, like, the reality is I just don't have anything, um... That looks like I should be in a recording studio. I look like I'm basically in a basement. So I can look like I'm being held captive by terrorists, or I can like put up this sheet and look completely ghetto. So I'm going to go ghetto for a little while. Maybe I'll go back to the Hard Rock Lunchbox banner. I'm, I don't really know, but I just want you to know the reason that's up is because I'm trying to do something a little bit better and make it look a little bit better for the top 20. But if you're listening to the Hard Rock Lunchbox, Hard Rock Lunchbox, and all you really need to know is everything looks really great behind me, and you should be like super supportive. How about that? So anyway, I'm pretty sure it's recording this week. I went up and I made sure it was recording early. Now, anything could happen, and anything usually does happen, uh, while the show's going on. And a, I have found out where the volume on this recorder is to make sure that I'm not peeking out. So it looks like I'm doing okay. I mean, I might peek out from time to time, but that's just a that's a sacrifice that I'm willing to make, to quote Lord Farquaad. Uh, but yeah, I am really, really underslept, and uh, as any fan of the box knows when that's the case, I'm just a little slow on the up. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I'm broadcasting live. It looks like I'm broadcasting live, according to anybody in the chat here on 999-99WNRR.com, which is, of course, where we stream live every Thursday. Um, but if, I'm, if I start making less sense than normal or rambling on more than normal, that's probably why I'm not currently having a stroke and we'll just kind of figure that out and uh, we'll go forward from there so there's a lot um, I have a lot of things I was thinking about talking about but I really wasn't able to formula formulate formulate I wasn't able to formulate anything clearly I wasn't able to formulate a real plan um, so I figured I would just do a couple of things oh we should basically do some stuff so right um, so, yeah, so if you watch the top 20 today, you'll actually see a super secret message from me because there was no actual top 20. So I recorded a special top 20 that's more like a top three, demonstrating the new set, the camera, and all that other stuff. So if you want to check that out, check that out and give it a like. I think it'll be cool because it's like only like three minutes long, and if it gets like the most views and the most likes, that'll certainly send a message. So that might be funny. Um, also... Uh, the full interview with uh, Matt from Title Holder is up on uh, Bacon is My Podcast. And Tom from Hungle Braggers is the seven questions this week. So that would have come out last night. So be sure and check that out. Also, upcoming shows, as you might know, next week uh, is uh, Rebel Nine, Something Heavy, and Craving Strange. We're going to the Village Pub on Saturday for the first, what I would consider to be the first sandbox show of the year, or basically since the return of, of live performances uh, from COVID. So I'm super excited about that. I hope everybody else is because it really is a big thing behind it. I mean, like, um, Something Heavy hasn't really played out since before COVID, but both Craving and Rebel 9 have, but we just have not been able to put it together to put a show with both of us on there. And that's, aside from the fun that we have doing it and 
the reason we think that those are important shows, a lot of it is because of the audience. Like, we try and give the audience as much of a ticket as possible for their 10 bucks. So I don't know how to do much better than that in the current state of things. And also, if you're following local music and stuff, you'll see that uh, iIgnite is going to be playing with Patent Pending. That's a good show at the end of April. And uh, Sweet Tooth will be playing at one Eye Jacks the Friday. That That's a week from tomorrow. That'll be the day before our show at the Village Pub, which I think timing is a little weird, and I think that blows, but they believe me when I tell you they didn't ask me at all, so they didn't ask anybody. They didn't ask any of the Sandbox bands, so they're just going it alone. So I wish them uh, the best of luck in everything they're doing and all that other stuff. And uh, that'll be that. So yeah, they're at One Eye Jacks on Friday. We're at the Village Pub on Saturday. Uh, we, Rebel 9, will also be at Stereo Garden in Patchog on April 1st. We do have tickets. You can message me for them. We're offering uh, you know, some ticket deals if you want. Um, but, yeah, so that's about it for, you know, stuff that's coming up. We're also looking to schedule the Barnum Ballroom show in Island Park, uh, mainly because Kaz and Nadal are locals to that area, and they want to have uh, a big local show and i'm cool with that so i have not heard back from dave black or dave black promotions on any of that and i've messaged him twice so <sighs> my super sensitivities just makes me feel very persona non grata so i don't know that i've done something wrong but honestly who knows if i have i will let you know i just i don't know what to tell you uh, i will say the teaser video for dirty deed thunder cheap has come out from uh, music room music emporium music mall and I swear to God, I got so deflated. I wish. I wish I actually got deflated. I got so deflated when I saw it because I just cannot believe just, like, how much heavier I keep getting. Like, I just I just can't. I started doing the uh, the food trackers again and stuff like that. Like, I was I'm averaging between 16 and 1,700 calories a day, like, and light exercise and being up. For, like, I just, I, I can't figure it out. Like, I just, all the tests I keep taking keep coming back negative. So I just, I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to embrace just, like, being a future fat person, and that's just what I'm going to be, and, like, just being that guy and being happy about it, but I just I just can't. It, just, it shocks the, it shocks my system every time I see it, so that was that was disappointing. But the teaser video, video is out. Uh, the After Hours Review will be releasing some sort of promo based on all those videos. I don't know. I didn't ask a lot of the stuff, a lot of questions about it, so I don't really know too much about it. But uh, I will keep you posted, and then we are in the process of doing some more at least lyric videos some uh we've got like a concert video kind of in the works and stuff like that so we're trying to do some of that and there's been talk about uh recording for rebel nine towards the end of 2022 so that's basically all band information i have in a nutshell um so i um i just want to take a quick second before i get into this uh, ukraine thing so yeah i'm going to talk a little bit about ukraine but I'm going to talk about, um, I did not watch the State of the Union. I, I am not a big State of the Union guy. Like, it's it's literally a commercial. Like, I don't I don't care. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm much more about, like, how things are, like, kind of on the ground, like, in my pocket. Like, it was, it really annoyed me that it was, like, almost $4 for gas uh, the other day. Like, that sucks. I understand why that is, um, you know, because I not only understand basic economics, I'm not an economist at all. Uh, but I do turn to economists when I need that kind of information, but I don't feel like I'm at that level right now. Um, but I do realize that there's a lot of inflation. I have a lot of ideas as to why that inflation is there, and a lot of that has been fueled by 
I don't know, reading stuff from like Forbes, the Wall Street Journal, and listening to like actual economists. And as always, like I encourage everybody that I ever talk to, like run it by the common sense test. Like, does this make sense to you? Does it does it make sense to you? Like, yeah, okay. So does it? Yeah, then it does. If it doesn't, then then no. You should probably dig a little deeper. So one of the things, um, aside from the abhorrent behavior of a couple of uh, Republican Congresswomen, which is just it's so disgusting, like the, the level of bipartisanship or not partisanship that is going on both sides. Like, seriously, like people that just hated Trump because he was Trump and people that hate Biden because he's Biden or people that hate Biden because he's not Trump. I mean, it's really just ridiculous. It's not even partisanship at that point. It's like idol, idol worship. Like, dude, are we really pitting like these two morons against each other? Like, who gives a shit? Like, as much as I make fun of people for like having favorite football teams and baseball teams and hockey teams and being like, it's different. Sorry, not not for having them, but for just, like, championing them. Like, seriously, like, if you are a New England Patriot, you should really be, like, really concerned about how the New England Patriots are doing. If you're not, then you're just a fan. You really need to shut up. Like, it just really, it doesn't matter. Like, it, it, it's stupid to think that way. Like, and what you should be interested in stuff is, is that's in your best interest, and this idol worship really needs to, like... Like, we really need to get rid of it. Like, it really has to stop. Like, if you, and honestly, like, I implore anybody, like, to the left of me, like, if you're just hating Trump because he's Trump and you don't like him, like, don't like him, but don't, like, hate policies and stuff just because they're his. That's stupid. And I would encourage everybody on the right to do the exact same thing. Like, like it just, there, there's, and, and I've had that argument before. Like, there's enough reasons to not like policies, like, completely on their own. Like, so I was having this conversation about, like, the economy, because that was a big part of, or a big part of the fallout, all right, of the State of the Union about how the economy is doing. Like, anybody that's anywhere knows that prices are going up, because that's inflation, and that's how inflation works. It's actually, like, prices are inflated. It's kind of, like, in the word. Like, it's super easy for even the dumbest of us to, un- to understand, right? But one of the things about inflation that's important to, to recognize is that there are usually factors that cause inflation, and those factors are usually, you're usually able to mitigate those. And one of the reasons that we're having such bad inflation right now is actually kind of funny because we pumped so much money into the the pockets of people that actually do the spending, which are the poor and the middle class. Like rich people, they do some spending, but it's not a big percentage of their spending. It's really the middle class and the poor that do the most spending, right? So they're buying, you know, goods and services and stuff like that. So you know, and the net of rich people is usually like money makes money, so they have just as much coming in as going out. But that's that's a whole other uh, economics lecture. Um, so they pump so much money in with the extra unemployment income, uh, the, the unemployment assistance, and then of course the COVID checks and stuff like that, and then the child care credit. They pump so much money that people now had money to spend, which of course was the point, right? We're trying to jumpstart the economy after the economy all but crashed. And so we gave people money. Now, unfortunately, when you're just pulling money out of thin air, what you end up doing is you end up devaluing the dollar or whatever your currency is. And that's and that's fine. You don't you don't need to really know that, but you can understand like if you're printing more of stuff or making more of stuff, the value of that stuff becomes less. And that's true with promissory notes, it's true with oil, it's true with diamonds, stuff like that. Um, so that's one thing. But also because we gave everybody the ability to start buying stuff. After, like immediately after the economy crashed, there wasn't enough stuff to buy. Don't forget the world basically stopped making stuff. 
right? We stop making stuff. We stop moving stuff. We stop stocking stuff. We stop selling stuff. So all of a sudden, like the day after, like everybody got all their money and the economy kicked back on, everyone was like, I want to drive 100 miles to my favorite steakhouse and get a piece of meat and stuff like that. And like, dude, none of those things are available because everything really stopped working, right? So what happens then is that the, the value of those things goes up because we don't have enough gas. We haven't refined enough gas. It's going to take a little bit of time to do those things. And most reasonable people understand that. Like, you don't want the price of gas to keep going up. Stop driving so freaking much. Stop. Stop all these trucker convoys to Washington, D.C. and Ottawa. You guys are losers anyway. But just, like, stop wasting the gas. Stop spending the gas. There'll be more gas. Like, duh. Like, these are basic, basic principles, right? So I just, I just put up something yesterday because I was in just really in just such a foul mood and I, I just put it up because I wanted to, you know, I didn't really want to argue but I really wanted to just be like, stop, stop being idiots, right? And not that it matters what I say but like, I really, I kind of, I kind of formalize like why I even bother arguing on social media anymore and to be fair, like I actually owe it to uh, Robbie from Vava Voom who I argue with from time to time. Uh, he's one of a handful of people who like we kind of see eye to eye on everything but like we just go about doing things in a different way and I thought it was just kind of poignant so I just kind of wanted to realize I wanted to real read holy shit I just kind of wanted to read what I had said so basically I was giving an economics lecture yesterday I was explaining how net profit works and I was also explaining how companies like Amazon Exxon Mobil and McDonald's are making record profits. Yes, as sales go up and as cost goes up and you know AR goes up, you'll make more profits. But I was talking about the profit percentage because making more money, it's not a problem. Like if you sell something, you know, if something costs ninety dollars and you sell it for a hundred dollars, you make ten dollars. That's fine. If that thing costs ten dollars. Uh, if, if that thing now costs a hundred dollars, you sell it for a hundred ten dollars, you're making ten dollars. Like I understand. Like that's that's fine. I have no problem with that. Uh, but what's happening is that. People, these big corporations are charging more for things because costs are more. That's true. But they're charging even more so their profit, their margins, their percentages go up. And that's 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 a cash grab. And that's bad because basically what they're doing is they're, they're gouging people on costs and they're turning around and being like, oh, in, there's inflation. Inflation doesn't explain stuff. Inflation explains stuff like why, why things cost more money. But they don't explain stuff why companies are making a bigger profit percentage. Like you can't be making, you can't go from 10% profit percentage to 20% profit percentage on inflation. That's not how inflation works. That's lying. That's bad corporate business. And that's the kind of stuff that, that I was calling something out on. So that long ass intro, unfortunately, sorry, prompted this kind of information. Because I said to Robbie, he was, he was like, uh, he's like, well, um, what did Robbie say? Uh, Robbie said, Robbie said, I ain't calling on anyone out. We're all navigating a global web of WTF, but it'll level soon. It always does. We'll all be okay. And I said to Robbie, is like, well, maybe you should be, like, referring to calling people out. Ignorance isn't exactly helping, so call people out on it. So this is where I formulate my, or harden my formulation here. He says, uh, he says, DJ, I offer information. I don't need to call people out. And this is my reasoning. He says, some people just don't have the internal RAM to understand certain, certain topics. What's simple for you may be complex for others. 
That's true. Two, I honestly believe most people lean support what they think is right for them, their family, and others. I don't think anyone is malicious at heart. They want what's best. They just see it differently. Now, that's not true. There are lots of people that are absolutely malicious at heart. And there's whole whole studies of sociology about people that do things in not their best interest because they don't know any better. Uh, if you read a book, What's the Matter with Kansas or the Problem? No, it's What's the Matter with Kansas. It'll show you why Kansas almost went bankrupt voting for, uh, what was that dude's name, Sam uh, something, he became a senator. And they basically bankrupted Kansas because they in, they did all this privatization and they were like banning social services and stuff. And they voted against their own interests because God told them to do it, which is never, ever a good reason. Ask anybody. Ask anybody from the Crusades, they'll tell you. But then he also says, he's like, I forget what it's called, but from what I recall, nine out of ten times you will not change somebody's mind by preaching to them, especially on social media. What you do is actually push them to double down on their initial stance despite any arguments presented. In short, you can't change people's minds. Now, that is absolutely true, and if you don't believe me, you can check out the Adam uh, Ruins Everything episode on it. When you have a, a hard, fast, held belief, anybody challenging that will only make you double down on those beliefs. Like I've talked about that here on this show, and I want to be quite clear. I am very rarely ever trying to change a true believer's thing. I am sometimes... Sometimes I'm kind of mean-spirited, and sometimes I'll try and make fun of them or shame them for being stupid because I feel superior that way. And I'm human, and I can be a dick, and I'm sorry about that. I don't do it. I never do it out of the gate. I only do it when I get pushed back upon because when somebody's challenging something that I'm saying is accurate with their own accuracy, all bets are off. And I will definitely lay you out intellectually if I have to. So what I said to Robbie is this. That's all true, but letting people say stuff that's factually incorrect as a response to truths you speak empowers them to carry on and, here's the point, and gives others pause to wonder why you haven't corrected them. And that's a line I'm not interested in, in allowing. I'm not necessarily trying to change anyone's belief here, but I am willing to highlight their ignorance for the benefit of others that are watching and forming their own beliefs. That is the, quote, fight I'm interested in. The public debate for the public, not the true believers that just love to spout off whatever they've currently learned, and I air quote, learned at OAN or on a bumper sticker. And honestly, that, that right there, I'm going to give myself an applause because that's true. I am nobody's messiah. I am nobody's point of contact for things. I will have people message me from time to time asking for some clarification on something that they don't understand. I don't always have the answers. If it's something that I've researched or read about and have processed through my own internal filters of understanding, then yeah, man, I can I can kind of do that sometimes, but not always. Uh, and that and that's fine. Like I don't always have the answer. I won't always have the answer, and I won't always have the right answer. I'll just give you what I'm thinking based on what I've read and what I've understood to be true. However, when I do those kind of things, and people that don't do those things or do, have not read those things or have not understood those things or have not done that research and are interested, honestly, in the topic of economics and why inflation is so you know going up and why inflation is better than recession, as anybody will tell you that lived through the banking crisis, inflation is way better than recession. recession. It took us years to get out of that housing market bubble that burst. Years, years. We are out of that. Out of we are out of the COVID recession. We're out of it. It hasn't even been a year, and we're out of it. But now we've got inflation. Now we've got to deal with it. But I would rather have inflation than recession. And I know that because I've done research. I've lived through it before, and I can understand a very simple con uh, 
concept like Economics 101. I just can't. So if somebody else is having trouble doing that, then I would like to speak to that. And I would like to speak for them and give them information. And social media is a way to reach social people during that. So if you're ever seeing me challenge somebody just because I'm because they're being an idiot, it's not that I'm trying to change their minds. I don't care. It's because I like to argue. It makes me feel better when I'm actually intellectually arguing with somebody that has a different opinion of mine. But also, there's a lot to be said for what can be gained and gleaned by watching a conversation like that. It's why we have presidential debates. Let them talk. Let people talk. You say what you say. I'll say what I say. If I make you look like an idiot, then maybe you should crack a book open or watch a different news source from time to time. It's not my fault if you're stupid. It never is. And I'll be the first person to tell you that if you have trouble with that concept and, and you are mad that you are stupid, you can take it out on your on your parents for sure. Your schooling, maybe your genetics, your, your I mean, not genetics, that's your parents, your diet, all those things. But it's not my fault that you're stupid. There are exactly two, my, my son and daughter, my stepson's not, it wouldn't be my fault if he was stupid. I mean, unless I made him stupid, but like I didn't. I didn't drop him on his head or anything. Uh, that dude's in Jamaica right now, so obviously he's doing something right. But I have exactly two people that can blame me for being stupid, and they happen to be two of the smartest people I've ever met in my entire life. So I'm going to give myself an A plus and another goddamn applause. We are now 17 hours into this two-hour show. I had a lot to say about Ukraine. I even pulled some clips, but I guess I'm going to just play those mid-show. In the meantime, since it was the State of the Union, maybe we need to hear a little State of the Union. I realize it's not the greatest segue, but let's see you do it on your radio show. See, that's arrogance. That's conceit and arrogance. That's disgusting. Shame on me. 